Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Mark Cologne Podcast. Um, it's been a eventful week, uh, starting off with, um, The Shield, The Shield, uh, final chapter, uh, live event, um, Raw. We have interesting, some interesting points I want to hit on Raw. And, uh, SmackDown for sure. Um, I'm gonna talk about the NFL draft. I was gonna talk about, talk about it next week. But, why not get into it, uh, this week? Um, it's been interesting. The NBA playoffs have been very interesting. Um, a whole bunch of things we're gonna get into, uh, a whole bunch of things. But before I keep on, uh, Yap in my mouth. Uh, I want to give a little shout out to uh, a happy birthday. A happy birthday shout out to the big red machine Kane and uh, the New York Yankees uh, star superstar outfielder uh, Aaron Judge. Uh, it's their birthdays today, uh, and it's Friday night. It is Friday night, people. It's been a very busy Friday night. Um, not going to be another Saturday. I won't be able to do it. So uh, why not do it Friday night? So uh, let's talk about the Shield's uh, final chapter. We'll talk about that. Uh, well, um, it's actually the second match. There was only three matches. Uh, it was a live event. A lot of people were complaining about it. But people... It's a live event. There's matches that are going to be fast. There's matches that, uh, to you might seem like they suck. Uh, but anyways, Ember Moon and, uh, Bailey defeated the Riot Squad. Um, that was the second match. The, uh, the first match of the night was, uh, Elias versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Finn Balor won, but it was a botch. Which really doesn't, I mean, it matters in a way, because, you know, it was, uh, it was live. It was a live event. Not only was, if it was a live event, alright, who cares? But, you, you know, it was broadcasted, like, it was put on the WWE Network. So it did kind of matter. Um, but Finn Balor did defeat, uh, Elias to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Then the Shield defeated the team of uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin. Um, and it kind of sucks, I guess. I mean, I'm guessing it's the final chapter for the Shield, at least for now. Um, who knows? We may see uh, Dean Ambrose. A uh, couple months, a year, year two, three, four. Who, who knows? Uh, may not ever see him again. Um, which it kind, it kind of sucks in a way. But um, if you're not happy with um, what the company's doing, you can't just uh, you can't just you know stay there and accept it. I mean, as far as um. As far as I've, I've heard, uh, he, um, I don't know if AEW has contacted him, but he's not looking to wrestle for any promotion. He just wants to, you know, I guess, uh, have some time off, think about what he really wants to do. And I, I, I respect it. Uh, I mean, who wouldn't? I know, yeah, it kind of sucks, you know, damn. Dean Ambrose really has to, uh, he's really not going to sign a, a WWE contract. Trust me, it hurts me too, but, uh, who knows? We may see him in the long haul. Uh, but let's, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about, uh, Seth Rollins' new challenger for Money in the Bank. Uh, I was kind of nervous on Monday night, actually. It was, uh, Scaring me a bit. It was really, really scaring me a bit. Um, that who the challenger might have might have been. Oh man! But I'm I'm happy it wasn't. 
this certain individual, because I tell you what, the pay-per-view would have been, it would have been crap, to be honest. Nothing against this person, it's just WWE doesn't want to see him face Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. And I know we could all agree on that, you know, um, um, there was a triple threat match, <clears throat> two triple threat matches, actually. Um, the winners of those will fight in the main event to see who would face Seth Rollins. Um, AJ Styles had defeated Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio via pinfall, which I actually liked because, uh, it, it was, uh, it was a great finish to the match. Mysterio hit a 619 on Joe. But like his attempt to springboard it, springboard back, it was caught by AJ Styles and turned into a pair of power bombs, including one onto Joe's body. Styles then hit a Styles clash on Mysterio, once again landing on Joe's body before pinning Joe for the one two three. I actually I loved it. I I loved the um. I love to see how AJ Styles, how aggressive he got and whatnot. Um, and I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, the big question here is though, and a lot of people are like, what? Um, SmackDown Live just got a new top heel. Um, but Raw has to have one. And Raw doesn't have that top heel. Um, yeah, they got, you could say Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, but no. You need a top heel for the main event picture. And Drew McIntyre isn't there yet. So, when when we get down to the show, I'll explain to you who and who are the top two candidates. And I, I think you guys will agree with me. I really do. <clears throat> um, Naomi defeated Billy Kay via pinfall. Um, I'm really not enjoying how uh, WWE is handling. Hand, handling uh, Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce after they've won, after they won their uh, women's tag titles at WrestleMania, they just went downhill. They're just losing, and I feel like if you're champ, if you're champions, you sh- you shouldn't have them losing. They should be winning. Um, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin defeated the Miz via pinfall. Andrew McIntyre in a triple threat match. Um, to now he was gonna face uh, AJ Styles in the main event of Monday Night Raw, and you see now you guys understand why uh, I was kind of worried that we were gonna see uh, Seth Rollins versus uh, Baron Corbin at Money in the Bank. Um, Sami Zayn he he keeps cutting these promos on these fans. And I don't mind. I don't mind them. They're actually um, entertaining, if you want to say. Uh, they catch your attention. You can actually sit there and hear what Sami Zayn has to say to the fans. Um, so I, re- I really don't mind it. Um, I just I want WWE to do something with Sami Zayn, and it has to be at Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, where I'm saying SummerSlam, it has to be that. You can't you can't hold off Sami Zayn much longer. He de- he's deserved at least a championship run. He hasn't had that yet, um, and I believe he deserves it. Um, Cesaro defeated uh, Cedric Alexander via pinfall. <clears throat> Cesaro's on Monday Night Raw while uh, Sheamus is injured. I don't know if once Sheamus gets back um, full health, if Cesaro and him will be back together as a tag team. Or one will be on Raw, one on SmackDown, who knows. Um, the Usos receive a Raw introduction from the Revival. Um, actually, the Usos, I've said, ever since their heel turn, um, with the the brand split happened, the Usos have been one of the best tag teams in a very long time. They It, it helped them, it really did help them um, have that heel turn and just to see how they've been able to uh, adapt and change over the years is really incredible. And I, I love it. I I love this 
new Usos mentality mentality attitude. I I enjoy it, and I'm I'm excited to see what uh, WWE does with them on Monday Night Raw. The Viking Raiders made they make uh, another violent statement. Um, they're still NXT Tag Team Champions. We all know that. But now they're on Monday Night Raw, and they attacked the uh, the Lucha House Party members before the bell rang. Um, and I like it. You 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 have to have the Viking Raiders, and don't forget they were first. There were the War Raiders. Then they got changed to War Machine last week. Now they got changed to uh, the Viking Raiders. So, but I like that they're a very dominant tag team. Um, and you got to keep them that way. You got to keep uh, the Viking Raiders very dominant. You can't just uh, be like, okay, um, we're gonna stop here. No, you have to, you have to keep keep on. You have to keep going with them because if you stop now, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna work out too good. So I'm I, I like it. Let's see what happens with them. Um, Becky Lynch defeated Alicia Fox via submission. Um. That was obvious. That was very obvious that that was going to happen. Um, Alicia Fox ain't getting a win over a champ. Um, Robert Roode defeated Ricochet via pinfall, which I was uh, kind of surprised. Um, not only was I kind of surprised that uh, Robert, Robert Roode defeated Ricochet, uh, I'm wondering what's what's the whole thing of changing his name to Robert Rude. He shaved. He got this weird mustache. He looks older. He looks real older now. And I'm not saying he's young, but damn. Uh, I feel like WWE made a big mistake here. I would stay with Robbie Rude. Hey, you, you can still shave, whatever. But man, Robbie Roode was uh was very entertaining. I I understand, you know, you need uh um in character or whatnot. But oh man, this is no. This was not the way. Sorry to say it. Bray Wyatt debuts Firefly Funhouse. Now um, I I like it. A lot of people are kind of uh, they're not happy with it, but I do. I like it, and one of the reasons I like it because I I know a lot of people aren't noticing, but I know this ain't no corny uh gimmick, no corny character. No, this is this is gonna be some uh some creepy uh. It's going to end up, this will end up turning out creepy. And for a lot of people, a lot of people are taking real offense to it. And they're getting, it's hitting them too, a, lot, a little too hard. But me, I, I I love it. I can't wait to see what WWE does with Bray Wyatt and his new character. Um, When they said that, you know, there were some changes to his character, major changes. I really didn't believe it. Um, I just thought it was... It was BS. But after seeing this, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. WWE needs to continue with it, too. Don't let no stockholders or whoever it is stopping you from um, making it, you know, hitting the top top level. Because 80, 80, 90% of the people have their eyes on this Bray Wyatt, um, this new Bray Wyatt. So, I... I can't wait to see it. And, you know, it's good, too, because um, the Wyatt family won't ever be able to get back to you. They will. It's the same thing like the Shield. The Shield and uh, the Wyatt family, you, you broke them up. Um, the first reunion, all right, we get it, all right? The first reunion is cool. The same thing with the Wyatt family. All right, they're back together, cool. But then you break them up again, it's like, yeah, you, you put them back together again, it starts getting old. You put them back together again, three months later, they're broken up again. And, uh, 
same crap. So I would rather just uh, have them do their, you know, singles singles competition or whatnot. Or if you're gonna tag tag them up, tag them up for real, you know. Because at least me as a fan, I I love it. I like it. You know, um, the Wyatt family, the Shield, um, those were. You know, I had fell off the WWE for a while, and couple couple years ago, uh, it was uh, <clears throat> the year of uh, not the year, the year before uh, WrestleMania 31, actually, and I had fell off of watching WWE. I wasn't too happy with WWE, um, not because it was just the product. I wasn't enjoying the product, basically, and I was a teenager, so. Uh, there was bigger and better things, you know. And um, at the time, I was I didn't want to focus on it too much. But then I kept hearing stuff, you know. Oh, you should, you know, the Shield, uh, the Wyatt family. I'm like, the who's who's the Shield? Who's the Wyatt family? Heard about New Day then. Uh, I'm like, who's the New Day? And so I start watching again. I'm like. Oh crap! These dudes are legit, and I love the Wyatt family and the Shield. They were they were great uh, factions, and you know what? To to this day, I say their feud should have went a little longer. And I'm talking about the uh, the Wyatt family and the Shield. Um, and a a, uh, a um how do I say it? factions I would have loved to see compete against each other. Would have been uh the bat the the club against uh the shield. I would oh man what I would have loved to see it. You got uh Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose against. You got uh uh Luke Gallows, Carlo Carl Anderson, um. AJ Styles or Finn Balor doesn't matter. Even you can even have four of them. It does not matter. But I'm telling you, I would I would have loved it. Yeah, but WWE WWE missed their opportunity big time with that. They really did. Like now they have Finn Balor on SmackDown Live. If they had uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, they're uh, happy at least content. We could see if Finn Balor with the club reunion really could. Um, AJ Styles defeated uh, Baron Corbin via pinfall, um, and he AJ Styles is the new number one contender for Seth Rollins Universal Championship at Money in the Bank. Um, like I was, and that. Um, I'm actually happy. A, a lot of people are like, oh, why is it early? It's too early. You should have gave it to Drew McIntyre, uh, uh, Bobby Lashley, you know, one of them guys, Andrade. Um, and I, you know what? I'm not this, I'm not mad at all. Money in the Bank slowly is becoming one of the biggest pay-per-views, like SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. It's in that contention of being one of the biggest pay-per-views. Because you got to think about it. What's, think about what's at stake. And what's at stake is that um, that money in the bank briefcase. That's what's at stake. And I'm still getting a little disappointed. Because if you win money in the bank, I feel like you should be able to go after both, brand, both brands' championships. Raw and SmackDown. I feel like that will make both champs on their heels, you know. Um, and I think it will eventually be like that. We'll eventually have that. Um, could be this year, to be honest. Um, but with all that being said, um, I really don't mind the Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles match. Because look, they say the same crap about John Cena versus AJ Styles. And they had like two or three five-star matches. So we can see the same exact thing for uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. They can have a match now. Have it. All right. Uh, and then 
I don't think they'll have one at SummerSlam. They'll let it uh, die down a little bit. Maybe Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. They go at it again. If the Money in the Bank winner doesn't cash it in on Seth Rollins or AJ Styles, uh, maybe at Money in the Bank. Maybe you can see in Money in the Bank, the winner takes their title. Or takes Kofi Kingston. We'll see. Who knows? Um, but let's let's move. Well, no. Before I move on to SmackDown Live, um, the heel turns, which you probably already gotten the idea that the heel turn is either gonna be Seth Rollins or AJ Styles. <clears throat> and the reason I say this is because. You got the Universal Champ, Seth Rollins, which he's an amazing face or heel. It does not matter where he is. He is he is uh, great. He burns it down everywhere and anywhere he goes. Um, and then you got the phenomenal AJ Styles. Um, and uh, AJ Styles, he he's the same thing. He's a phenomenal he, face or heel. So it doesn't matter. But, you know, we have... To, I mean, it's never bad to have two face faces going after going one on one, but I really wouldn't mind a heel turn from one of them. And I, I honestly don't know who to pick. I really don't. I don't know who to pick. People, you got uh, on one spot. You got Seth Rollins, right? It's been a while since he's been a heel. Um, but he's a great heel and, uh, he's a champ, <laughs> you know? Um, but then you got AJ Styles. It's been a while since he's been a heel and he's going after the champ, the beast slayer. <clears throat> so, uh, it's a little confusing. Uh, I mean, the shield's not together, so there's no possibility of Seth Rollins could turn his back. On uh, Dean Ambrose or Roman Reigns, so I think a, a heel turn is in the. It could be in the works then for Seth Rollins. You know, um, right now, I, like I said, it's hard to pick who I w- would want to turn heel. But if uh, if I had to go with somebody, uh, it'd probably be AJ Styles. Let him let him have a heel run. And it makes sense. Seth Rollins just won the Universal Championship. What? I mean, there's there's things he could be angry about, but no, just let him be a face. AJ Styles has been going through a couple rough months, um, losing the championship to Daniel Bryan, right? Um, then, uh, I mean, he had a, a big win against Randy Orton at WrestleMania. But then he gets switched from SmackDown to Raw. So, uh, who know? Who knows? Uh, anything can happen, really. Um, just have to uh, wait and see for the next couple weeks to see what WWE plans to do with AJ Styles and uh, Seth Rollins. Um, um, WWE SmackDown Live. Uh, Shane McMahon baits Roman Reigns. Um, Basically, they they opened up uh, the show, Shane McMahon. uh, And you know what? Shane McMahon made me laugh this week. I don't know if it was just messing around or they just forgot, which I'm I'm hoping and I know. I kind of figured WWE wouldn't forget this. So I'm I'm believing Roman. Uh, well, <clears throat> sorry, Shane McMahon is just uh throwing us throwing us a net basically um, by saying who would put his hands on another man's father. Man, that cracked me up. But I know uh, Shane just playing us a little bit there. Uh, Rome, he asked Roman Reigns to come out. Roman Reigns came out. Um, Roman Reigns is going to talk. He says, no, forget it. You know, I'm not going to talk. Throws the mic to the floor. And, and basically, body language and all. 
says hey Shane there ain't no ain't no time for talking let's do the walking um and right when they were about to you know get into it or whatnot um Elias Elias shows up distracts him and uh the rest is history I mean for a minute uh Roman Reigns fought back but the two on one advantage got the best of Roman Reigns um then Shane Mc uh, sorry uh Elias sang a song but he sang a song backstage but it was more singing a song challenging Roman Reigns to a match at Money in the Bank and Roman Reigns happily, happily he accepted um Finn Balor defeated Andrade via pinfall um this was great I I talked about it last week and I'm so happy uh SmackDown the sorry WWE um switched Andrade back to SmackDown Live um and I'm having a feeling we might see Finn Balor versus Andrade in the future for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I don't know if he's going to be in the Money in the Bank match, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing it. The two matches they've had, it's been great. So I would not mind seeing a Finn Balor versus Andrade for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Kerry Sane defeated uh, Peyton Royce via pinfall. Like I've been saying, this has been a disgrace to uh, Peyton Ray, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay as champs. As champs, you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be getting pushed more, and that's not what's happening from these champs. They are getting um, basically buried. Basically, Alistair Black cut a pre-tape promo. Um, Ricochet stayed on Raw. Alistair Black's on SmackDown, which I feel is great. Um, Lars Sullivan wrecks havoc again. Uh, Chad Gable was scheduled to face uh, Jinder Mahal, but never took place because Sullivan attacked Gable from behind during his entrance. Um, Jinder Mahal ran away, um, and uh, the Singh brothers took the punishment for uh, Jinder Mahal. Then our truth, who was attacked last week, tried to get his revenge on Lars Sullivan, but um, Sullivan gave it to our truth as well. Um, he's a monster, people. He ain't stopping a monster, um, and I feel like he's just gonna get stronger and stronger. This is how WWE wants to push him. This is how WWE wants to have him, um, and it's just gonna continue. There's, there's no doubt about it, and I, I don't, I don't, um. I don't blame him. I don't, I really don't. I don't. I don't blame him. He's a freak, and if you got a freak like that, you got to use him. I actually would have enjoyed to see him on Raw. SmackDown ain't bad. Don't get me wrong, but could you imagine a Braun Strowman versus Lars Sullivan match? Whew, man, Bailey wants her chance. Uh. Yeah, Bailey wants a shot at Becky Lynch's championship. Um, she confronted Charlotte Flair about it, saying Becky Lynch never beat her, and that her and Charlotte Flair should have a match to see who really deserves the title shot. Um, and they had they had a great match. It was it was an outstanding match, but um, at the end of the night, Charlotte Flair uh, defeated Bailey via pinfall. Um, and we're 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 starting to see the old Bailey, you know. Team, you know, when you're a tag team, it's a little different. You can't unless you're Seth Rollins and like a Finn Balor. Or, um, let me see who else. Uh, uh let's say Ricochet. Um, it's kind of hard to give it your all. Or let's say like the Usos. There you go. Um. Kofi Kingston defeated Shinsuke Nakamura via disqualification. Um, Kevin Kevin Owens turned heel on the New Day after the match. Um, the match was ruined though by because uh, Nakamura um, 
they were, him and Kingston were having a great match. It was a fantastic match. I, I ain't going to lie. But uh, Rusev interfered. Then Owens and Xavier Woods came in to save Kofi Kingston. Um, then um, Kevin Owens kneeled him with a, a super kick. And um, he he power bombed the Xavier Woods onto the ring apron. Like he's done to Chris Jericho. Like he's done to uh, Sami Zayn. To a whole bunch of guys. So, uh, yeah. Looked like it hurt. I ain't gonna lie. But, um, it was, it was old Kevin Owens. And, um, actually happy to see him back. Um, rumors, rumors for the day. Um, a man wearing a mask ran in at an indie show and did a GTS this weekend. And rumors are that man was actually CM Punk. Wrestling Inc. claims there was a plan for Punk to unmask and show with him, but that obviously didn't happen. On Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Metzler mentioned the belief within WWE is that Dean Ambrose won't be wrestling anywhere outside the WWE and will instead be going on a hiatus from pro wrestling altogether. WWE Backlash, which had previously been scheduled for June 17th, has been canceled per the Observer. This could be because this could be because of the Saudi Arabia show that will run on June 7th. Starcast will announce a major name sometime this week. Someone Dave Messler says is one of the greatest one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Um. There, there have been confirmed reports that it was CM Punk that was under the mask, um, and that what what we talked about earlier about Dean Ambrose that uh, he won't be wrestling for anybody else. He's just taking like a break from pro wrestling, um, and then whenever he's ready, he decides if he wants to come back to WWE or he wants to um, join AEW, Ring of Honor, uh, yeah. That's basically it. So, uh, it's, uh, the thing with CM Punk. I've, um, I've heard he's done it like a couple times. Like, he just goes to indie shows and he just does stuff like this. Um, or maybe those allegations are false. And we could be seeing the return of CM Punk to pro wrestling. We could be seeing it. Well, I wouldn't mind it, though. Following up on yesterday's rumor about Backlash being canceled, Wrestling Observer reports WWE's June schedule is largely up in the air due to the still not 100% Saudi Arabia show on the 7th. That includes the unannounced NXT TakeOver planned for San Jose on June 8th. Though she's currently listed as a SmackDown talent on WWE.com, Brian Alvarez said on Wrestling Observer Live, Becky Lynch will be a Raw superstar after she drops the SmackDown Women's title. If that was CM Punk at MKE Wrestling last Friday, it wasn't the first time he appeared at an indie show under a mask. Per Barstool Sports, Robbie Fox, who says it's happened three or four times since 2015. WWE wants to make this year's men's Money in the Bank winner look like a star. According to WrestleVotes, the Twitter account also claims the feeling backstage is that they have completely blown the winners the winners and cash-ins the last two years. Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia is currently advertising Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles versus versus Drew McIntyre matches for July's Extreme Rules pay per view. Um, okay, so maybe the reports are true, maybe not about CM Punk appearing three or four times since 2015. Um, and I feel like that be that's what WWE has WWE has to do. They have missed have missed opportunities. With not only uh, Baron Corbin, but Braun Strowman when they won the Money in the Bank uh, contract. Um, um, 
that whole thing with Saudi Arabia, I don't, I don't know. WWE needs to figure that out. Um, I don't even know why they still go, but hey, that's that's them. Um, um, Becky. Um, I don't know. I don't know when she'll drop it. I'm, I'm still fifty fifty on if she'll drop it on this upcoming pay per view, Money in the Bank. But we'll see. And um, in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia uh, Extreme Rules pay-per-view in July. That's not a bad card so far. AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. And I don't know why we're getting a Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins match. Oh, I hope that it is good. That's all I'm hoping. But I could definitely see a Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. And AJ Styles versus a Drew McIntyre. I, I could see it. On Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Messler mentioned one of the biggest reasons that Andrade moved to Smack back to SmackDown was to avoid breaking up a couple. He's dating Charlotte Flair, folks who are apparently upset about it when he was switched to Raw. That's also why Aleister Black moves to SmackDown because he's married to Andrade's manager, Zelina Vega. For what is worth, there's speculation that Charlotte and Andrade may already be engaged to be married per TMZ that could further explain the move back to SmackDown. Jeff Hardy is apparently dealing with an injury, says Dave Metzler. It may be a leg injury. He also said that instead of backlash being canceled like he previously reported, it will be held on June 23rd in Tacoma, Washington. WWE is still protecting Drew McIntyre because there are still plans for him to get a push. And, uh, he deserves it. And I don't want to hear, I don't want no tag team. I don't want no United States title. No. If anybody should dethrone, uh, Seth Rollins for that, uh, for the Universal Championship. And it shouldn't be anytime soon. I'm talking when we get to closer to WrestleMania season. <clears throat> Um, if it's not AJ Styles, which I believe it will, I want to say maybe closer to the end of the year, um, it should be Drew McIntyre. And I wouldn't mind seeing Drew, uh, win the Royal Rumble and competing for the championship, whether it's the WWE World Heavyweight Championship or the, or the Universal Championship, either way, um, whoever it is. It's gonna, it'll be great. Um, Daniel Bryan was not at SmackDown this week and hasn't been on the road with WWE since WrestleMania 35. According to PW Insider, WWE is still keeping information about Bryan's injury under wraps. Insider sources also tell them there, there doesn't seem to be any known indication of when Sasha Banks will return to the company. There's speculation that reason the Riot Squad is split is because Liv Morgan will be on the new season of Total Bellas. A fan survey shared by Hail by Nature shows WWE listing War Raiders, the Viking Experience, the Viking Raiders, yet by yet another name, the Viking Warriors. NXT talent Shadea Baseso and Nasir Alru. YA were released from the contracts by WWE, says Square Circle Sirens. But Sale was heavily promoted as the company's first arrived woman signing. I'm sorry, I know I say your names wrong. I'm so, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, the fact that Daniel Ryan is injured and nobody, there has been no reports. It's, since WrestleMania, um, he hasn't appeared. So that's kind of something to worry about. Um, I don't get why they would split him just because she's on. She could be why. Um, why they split the Riot Squad just because Liv Morgan might be on the new season of Total Bellas. I really don't understand that. But hey, okay. Um, and if there's no indication when Sasha Banks will return, you gotta freeze her contract. You gotta do something because. Um, this is unacceptable. This is really, this really is. Um, it's, and then WWE, if WWE is giving the War Raiders, the Viking experience, the Viking Raiders, 
another name, the Viking Warriors, we we're gonna have problems. How many names are you? How many names are you gonna give this tag team? Like I've said since the first time they changed it, they should have left it to the War Raiders. To the War Raiders. That was. I feel like that was the the, the team team name that really suited them. And now they're just every week they have a new name, and it's kind of weird. According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Daniel Bryan was going to get a rematch against Kofi Kingston at Money in the Bank, but his injury caused a change to Kevin Owens and the speeding up of his heel turn. WWE is doing more focus group work than ever in an attempt to figure out why ratings and live show business is down, says the one. Per the Observer, Nikki Cross will be a member of the Raw roster and it's likely her husband, Killian Dane, will join her. They're also saying the B-team have been moved to the SmackDown brand and no decision has been made regarding Sheamus. SI is saying Dean Malenko has quit WWE. It's actually true that Dean Malenko has quit WWE. I've seen reports yesterday. Um, um, that's good that Nikki, it's not bad Nikki Cross stays a member of the Raw roster with her husband, Killian Dane. Um, not bad that the B team has been moved to SmackDown. Um, and that it's understandable that, you know, you have to make the push for Kevin Owens to be in heel now. Um, because of the injury to Daniel Bryan and the fact that he, he won't be ready for money in the bank. Um, so that's that's real understandable. It's it's understandable. So uh, I'm guessing it's okay. <laughs> you know, um, either way, I feel like Kevin Owens should have came back a heel, but um, I'm not. I'm not the Raiders, so I I don't I don't make that decision for uh, WWE. <clears throat> Um, let's go to hockey. Let's talk about some hockey. Uh, hockey playoffs are still going on, people. They're still going on. And the Capitals, the Capitals, people, they believe they can win the Stanley Cup again with core group. Well, um, the Avalanche are beating the Sharks 1-0 in the first quarter right now. Game one, um, the Hurricanes beat the Icelanders in overtime in game one. Um, tomorrow, the Stars versus the Blues, game two. St. Louis is up 1-0. Um, Blue Jackets versus the Bruins, Boston leads 1-0. This Sunday, we have the Hurricanes versus Icelanders. Uh, um... Uh, uh, sorry, the Hurricanes lead. One zip. Um, Avalanche versus Sharks. Game two. It's tomorrow as well. Alright, we'll go. We'll let's talk about some baseball. <clears throat> let's talk about some baseball. People, baseball season. Um, uh, Miguel Cabrera ends long home run drought with number 466. Um, Blue Jays rookie Vladimir Guerrero Jr. gets standing ovation in his debut. He makes his debut uh, today. Today is his first debut. Is um, I, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy um for for uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I, I believe he he has all his all the tools and um. I don't know why. I don't see why not. Um, you, if you guys seen his father did well, so why why wouldn't he? <clears throat> That's how I feel. Um, let's see what else. So uh, let's talk about some scores right now that in uh, Major League Baseball right now games going on and whatnot. We have the Phillies uh, defeating the Marlins one to zero. We have the Brewers and Mets. They're tied at zero to zero. Um, the Rockies are the Rockies are beating the Braves eight to three. <clears throat> the Twins are beating the Orioles six to one. 
The Tigers are beating the White Sox 9 to 4. Um the Indians are beating the Astros 4 to 3. The Angels are beating the Royals 4 to 0. The Reds are beating the Cardinals 4 to 0. The the Diamondbacks are beating the Cubs 3 to 0. The Rangers and Mariners are tied at 0. Pirates are beating the Dodgers 1 to 0. The Yankees and the and the Giants are tied 0 to 0. Uh Padres beat the Nationals 4 to 3. The Blue Jays beat the A's 4 to 2. And the Rays and Red Sox uh that game got postponed. Uh the Dolphins trade back in NFL draft. They acquire quarterback Josh Rosen from the Arizona Cardinals. Um and 2020 second round draft pick on day two of 2019 NFL draft. Um, I was wondering today, uh, early, I'm like, so nobody has, uh, gotten Josh Rosen. You know, now that the, um, Arizona Cardinals, they drafted, uh, Kyle Murray. And I was wondering, I'm like, Kyler Murray, sorry. And, um, I'm like, damn, what the heck is going on? And now I I got a um, notification that uh guess what Josh Rosen's gonna be in a Miami Dolphins uniform next year. And I know I was gonna say uh you know the draft who um all the people that got drafted I might do round one. I'm a uh, no matter of fact I am gonna do round one. I'm gonna do round one and then. Next week, I'll do round two and three, and I might do the, yeah, I'll do two and three. So, I'll do round one now. I'll do round one now, and then uh, next week, I'll do two and three. Um, there With the number one pick in the draft, the Arizona Cardinals select a quarterback from Oklahoma, Kyler Murray. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers select defensive end from Ohio State, Nick Bosa. Um... The New York Jets select uh, defensive tackle from Alabama, Quinnen Williams. The Oakland Raiders select um, defensive end from Clemson, Clennon Farrell. Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select linebacker from LSU, Devin White. The New York Giants select uh, quarterback from Duke, Daniel Jones. Jacksonville Jaguars select edge rusher uh, from. Uh, Kentucky, Josh Allen. Detroit Lions select tight end from Iowa, TJ Hawkinson. The Buffalo Bills select defensive tackle from Houston, Ed Oliver. Pittsburgh Steelers uh, traded with Denver to, to, to pick up linebacker from Michigan, Devin Bush. Cincinnati Bengals select OT from Alabama, Jonah, Jonah Williams. Green Bay Packers select uh, defensive end from Michigan, Rashawn Gary. Miami Dolphins select defensive tackle from Clemson, Christian William Wilkins. Sorry, uh, Atlanta Falcons select guard from Boston College, Christopher Lindstorm. Um, the Washington Redskins select quarterback from Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins. The Carolina Panthers select edge rusher from Florida State, Brian Burns. The New York Giants select defensive tackle from Clemson, Dexter Lawrence. Minnesota Vikings select um, center uh, North, from North Carolina State, Garrett Bradbury. Tennessee Titans select defensive tackle from Mississippi State, Jeffrey Simmons. The Denver Broncos select tight end from Iowa, Noah Fant, after they traded with uh, Pittsburgh. Green Bay Packers select safety from Maryland, uh, Darnell Savage, and Green Bay and Seattle switch picks. Um, Philadelphia Eagles select uh, tackle from Washington State, Andre Dillard, after trading picks with Baltimore. Houston Texans select tackle from Alabama State, Titus Howard. 
Oakland Raiders select running back from Alabama, uh, Josh Jacobs. Baltimore Ravens select wide receiver from Oklahoma, Marquise Brown. Washington Redskins select edge rusher from Mississippi State, Montez Sweat. Oakland Raiders select safety from Mississippi State, Jonathan Abram. Los Angeles Chargers select defensive tackle from Notre Dame, Jeffrey Tillery. Seattle Seahawks select uh, defensive end from Texas Christian, L.J. Collier. New York Giants select cornerback from Georgia, DeAndre Baker. Atlanta Falcons select tackle from Washington, Kaleeb McGarry. And the New England Patriots select wide receiver from Arizona State, Nikhil Harry. Um, those were the first round picks. Like I said, next week, um, I, I'll say the the other the other round picks. I also actually have to say all of them. I forgot it's not three rounds, people. It's all seven. It's all seven. Well, six because I just said the first round. So I will say that. Um. Um, the draft's been good so far. I mean, the second round has been completed. They're on the third round, and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I was kind of questioning why they didn't grab, um, why they didn't grab Josh Jacobs as running back, as a you know the running back for for them. You know, I I'm a big I respect him a whole lot. Um, I think he's, he would have been a tremendous player, player for us. But um, the Philadelphia Eagles select uh, in the second round, they selected uh, running back Miles Sanders from Penn State. So uh, I ain't complaining because I've seen some of his highlights in the brother Cabal. And uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles also uh, drafted a wide receiver. Um, they pick up J.J. Orsega Whiteside at number 57. Um, never seen his highlights, but I'm going to have to go check him out. Um, he is a big body receiver. He's 6'2", 225 pounds. Um, he, you know, he's type of like the um, Oshon Jeffrey type of body. So, you know, so we got a receiver. We got another uh, running back. Um, but the draft isn't over yet, people. So be careful. Might get, might get more. Be, might get more than that. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs, they extend, uh, extend, uh, last night's game. The series, they extended to force a game seven after beating the Denver Nuggets 120 to 103. Um, the Knicks won the tank race. Now they just need a little, sorry, a little luck. Well, they get it. Who knows? It's kind of hard. Anybody, anybody could get the, um, the lottery, the first draft pick. Current and former, uh, Kevin Durant teammates expect Warrior Star to sign with the New York Knicks. Mike D'Antoni says James Harden deserves 2019 NBA Most Improved Player and MVP. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, I know, uh, I understand I got a lot of respect for you. But don't take it too far. <clears throat> don't take it too far. Um, you got to say all that. <laughs> um, Guy Fury says he'll cook Kevin Durant an inspir- inspiration dinner to keep him with the Warriors. Hey, let me tell you, Guy Fairy. Don't don't offer him too much. Because he might take it, sit in front of you, eat it, smile with you, and still go sign with the Knicks or the LA Clippers. So don't do that. Um uh, Ennis Cantor, <clears throat> he's injured, so he might not be uh he might not play for the second round of the playoffs. But um, Portland's rested, and uh, well, um, the Nuggets and Spurs won't, be, or Nuggets or Spurs won't be rested. So, if I if I if I was Portland, I wouldn't be worried. Now, you know, for the third round, 
yeah, buddy, we need you to play, you know. Uh, no doubt about that. Right now, the uh, the Warriors are beating uh, the Clippers. And uh, 1.30 left in the first quarter. The Warriors are winning 31-25. Close game so far. Um, man, if Warriors don't close this game out tonight, uh, they may be looking into some trouble. I mean, probably not. Just saying that to say that. But Warriors have to take uh, teams more serious. Just because you have uh, four All-Stars. You would have had five if Boogie never got hurt. But, you know, things like this happen. But um, you got to take teams seriously. No matter if it's the eighth or the second seed. No matter if you feel like you can outdo them. You have to make sure you can outdo them. You can't just uh, rely on, oh... Uh, we'll be all right. No, uh, you have to, you have to, you have to give it your all. You have to give it your, uh, wow, I cannot talk. Crap. You have to give it your all. Um, and, uh, tomorrow we have, uh, Sixers versus Raptors at 7.30 p.m. And at 10 o'clock we have the Spurs versus Nuggets game seven. Um, in game one of Sixers and, uh, Raptors. Then uh, Sunday, we have the Clippers versus uh, Warriors Game 7. If Warriors cannot close it out tonight. And uh, Celtics versus Bucks Game 1 uh, Sunday. Um, and I'm looking, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Celtics versus the Bucks. <clears throat> I mean, I think right now, um, once we enter, officially enter second round, that'll be my favorite series. Right now, Spurs and Nuggets have my attention and... Uh, if Clippers could beat the Warriors again tonight, find a way to beat them and force a game seven, it's, it's going to get real interesting. It's going to get real interesting. Oh, yeah. Because um, nobody's expecting. They're the ultimate underdog. And for them to just, you know, they've beat them two times. So that's shocking a lot of people. Now, if you could beat them three times and force a game seven, oh, man, people are going to go crazy. And everybody's going to tune into that game seven. I can promise you that. Um, but yeah, the NBA playoffs right now is good. Uh, my favorite moment from game one, uh, wow, game one, um, from the first round actually, and you guys are probably going to agree with me, was when uh, Damian Lillard showed the Thunder that you mock me, you get dealt with. Um, and that's basically what happened to the uh, to Thunder. Um, the, yeah, Damian Lillard didn't want to shoot that ball that far from the outside. If he wanted to, he probably he's faster than uh, he could get past Paul George and uh, Russell Westbrook. That's for sure. But he said, you know what? For you guys mocking me, talking all this trash, and I just stood quiet and let let you guys um, have your fun. I'm gonna have my fun by. Um, making this shot and waving to you guys. Um, see you next year. Have a good time at home. And uh, most of the blame has to go on Westbrook and Paul George, uh, uh, as uh, obviously. But oh man, Westbrook couldn't couldn't miss it. Couldn't make a shot. He was Westbrook. Tell you that. Um, and you know what? Uh, this is something that has to get dealt with. Um, by the end of next season. Um, the way he talks to media, the way he just, the way he acts in general, Russell Westbrook, you are a human being. If you want to be, if you want to be one of the best, you have to beat the best and you have to act mature. You have to act like a grown man. You're not 18. You, you've been in the league for a couple years already. You, you've been, uh, You've had triple doubles for three straight seasons. You're a MVP winner. Only thing you've been to the NBA Finals with Kevin Durant. The only thing you have not done. The only thing you have not done yet is win the NBA, win an NBA championship. And if you keep playing like this in the playoffs, just because you make triple doubles, triple doubles will not save your legacy for one thing. Not for one thing. If you want to succeed, you have to be able to make it at least to the third round or the NBA Finals. 
And you know what? I gave you a little slack last year. I said, nah, you know what? Westbrook, Paul George, it's the first year. If they, if what, if, if Paul George signs his contract, they're going to come back stronger than ever. And I believed it. I believed it. Um, I thought this year you guys were going to face, uh, in the third round, it was going to be Warriors versus you guys. Um, and I believed the Thunder were going to beat the Warriors in seven games. And I would have been satisfied with that. But Westbrook, um, you disappointed not only me but a lot a lot of people, and um, you got to get your act, act together, man. You got uh, to shoot better, that's for sure. But you, not only that, you have to you have to learn your limits. Um, it's a team sport. No matter if you're down by two or twenty, you have to you know just because you pass it ten times and they make it ten times, or you pass it fifteen, they make it ten. Whatever the case is. Um, no, no, it's not. It's not acceptable. And no matter how great you play in um, the regular season, when it comes to playoff time, you have to play ten times better. And that's where I feel that uh, James Harden is learning now. Even though he's had two bad games, James Harden is learning that. Yeah, I played bad before in the playoffs. I played real bad before in the playoffs, but um, I can't let the Warriors one up me again. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. He's starting to understand that. Coming into the season, he understands it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to get real serious in the playoffs now. Second round of Warriors could beat the uh, Clippers, which I believe they will. If not if not tonight, they'll beat them in, in Game 7, Oracle Arena in, in Golden State. And uh, I believe they'll be able to um, beat the Rockets in seven games, but... The Rockets are going to give it to them, but as as the series keep as as the games keep piling up and we get deeper and deeper, it's just going to make it easier for whoever they're facing in the NBA Finals. Which I'm I'm between Bucks or Boston because those those are the two uh, strongest teams coming out of the East. I believe Sixers are pretty tough. I believe, but they're not ready until Ben Simmons can. No, Ben Simmons. Wow. Whew. Until Ben Simmons can get and shot, not only just not a close, he has a close shot, but um, like if he could get that three point game going, uh, the Sixers are going to be dominant. Um, the Raptors, they're 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 a great team as well. Um, but no, the Raptors, nope, they won't. You know, they got Marcus All, they got Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry. If Kyle Lowry can show up in the playoffs. That would be tremendous, but I don't believe Kyle Lowry will be able to do anything against the Sixers team, against the Bucks team, or Boston team. <clears throat> um, with that being said, I believe it, it comes down to Bucks and Sixers in, uh, in the third round. And um, and I believe the Bucks will beat the Sixers probably six games. And uh, we'll see probably the Bucks versus the Warriors. It will be a little hard for the Bucks. I don't know if they'll win it. But they have a better chance of beating uh, the Warriors than LeBron did uh, with the Cavs um, last year. Um, or if not, Boston has, I believe, has a better chance. But um, with that being said, uh, if Rockets make it, Bucks or Boston, I believe, can easily, easily. And I'm not saying a sweep. I'm just saying six or seven games. But yeah, they'll they'll get the Bucks or Boston will get the job done. Now I don't know against the Warriors. Warriors might beat them in five games. You know, it all depends on <clears throat> all depends on how how much they want to win it, and uh, the Greek Freak obviously, and it all depends for Boston. It will be Kyrie Irving, but for the Bucks, it will be the Greek Freak. So that all that's all it depends on. And um, the playoffs are getting heated. People, they're getting real heated. Um, Right now, and it's only going to get better. Like I said, San Antonio and Denver, Game 7 uh, tomorrow night. Um, and if uh, Clippers can force uh, a Game 7, they can win tonight and force a Game 7. They'll play Sunday at 3.30, I believe I believe it is. That's the one I've seen, Sunday uh 3.30. But I will check again just in case. Yep, Sunday at 3.30. If, if the Clippers can force a Game 7... We will see Golden State versus the Clippers in Oracle Arena at 3.30 p.m. And winner moves on. Winner moves on. 
All right. So I think I thank you guys for watching the podcast. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, hope you guys watch enough basketball. Enough. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the NFL draft. I go. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, what don't you guys enjoy? You know what I mean. Um, baseball. You know we got baseball all week. Um, especially this weekend. Um, if you want, don't forget. Uh, WWE WWE Network is free the first month. Um, but if you already have it, it's uh ninety nine ninety nine a month. If you don't, I'm informing you and uh catch up on some wrestling. Why not? Or just watch old wrestling. You know, watch The Rock versus Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. You know, we can watch the Usos debut, Kurt Angle versus John Cena. You can see that. Rey Mysterio versus John. Uh, yeah, Rey Mysterio versus John Cena. You can see Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle versus Randy Orton for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Um, go ahead, watch all that. Um, or you can watch the hockey playoffs as well. That it's great right now. Um, we're living in a great world of sports, and I hope you guys enjoy. Your, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Um, just relax and uh, whatever you guys like to do, drink beer. Or whatever, I don't know what you guys like to do, but whatever makes you guys happy. So you guys could just sit on your couch, sit on your bed, your chair, your, be in your man cave or just in your living room with your wife and kids and be able to enjoy wrestling, uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever it is. And enjoy your weekend because mon- when Monday comes, your weekend's over.